إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا سبحانك لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الأطهار وأصحابه الأخيار ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله واعلم أن خير الدنيا والآخرة في تقوى الله وطاعته وأن شر الدنيا والآخرة في معصية الله ومخالفته وأن الساعة آتية لا ريب فيها وأن الله يبعث من في القبور <coughs> All praise belongs to Allah, the blessed and exalted. We praise Him as He has praised Himself, subhanahu wa ta'ala. To Him belongs all praise and gratitude, recognizing the blessings that He has given us and recognizing that we are unaware of fully understanding and recognizing the fullness and the extent of the blessings that He has given us. And in that uh, understanding our incapacity, there is a sense of gratitude as well. We praise Him and we thank Him as is His due, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship other than Allah, the blessed and exalted the creator of the heavens and the earth, the most merciful, the most wise. And we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad is the best of Allah's creation and the one that he sent with the noble Qur'an and a seal for prophecy and the final messenger my beloved community, brothers and sisters, elders, I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that one of the greatest things that we need to dedicate time to is really reflecting upon our connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I was talking to someone earlier today, one of the things that uh, understandably, but we need to be aware of, one of the things that is common in a lot of people's minds today is that happiness comes from yourself. It comes internally. And there is a degree of truth to that. I don't disagree with that statement on an absolute level. But then they remove from the conversation the reality of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying, why do you need an external source of happiness? And what that does, whether we're uh, uh, a conscious of it or not is that it makes us removed from the one who fills us up subhanahu wa ta'ala that we are in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when we fulfill that need by being connected to him jalla jalalu and obeying him and being in a state of servitude 
then He fills us up, Jalla Jalal. He is the one who provides for us that sense of fullness and that sense of completeness that so many people are seeking. As one of the scholars said, and I believe I mentioned this last week, that there is a hole in your heart that cannot be filled with anything other than God. That the truest sense and the deepest sense of meaning is in our servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as one of the scholars said, وَكُنْ عَبْدًا صِرْفًا لَهُ تَكُنْ حُرًّا عَنْ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ And be completely and utterly in servitude, a abd, a servant of God, and you will be free of everything other than Him. You will attain the truest sense of freedom in your servitude. That's what we need. So I wanted to share with you all something that gives us perspective regarding the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and our relationship with Him, Jalla Jalalu. عن أبي ذر جندب بن جناد رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم فيما يروي عن ربه عن الله تبارك وتعالى. This is known as a hadith Qudsi that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said that Allah the Blessed and Exalted says يا عبادي إني حرمت الظلم على نفسي وجعلته بينكم محرما فلا تظالموا. My servants, oh my servants, I have forbidden for myself to be oppressive. So do not be oppressive to one another. And yes, absolutely, this uh, uh, relates to every aspect of society. But sometimes what the nafs likes is for us to be blind to our own selves and to focus on other things. And yes, there are oppressive uh, systems and governments and so forth. That's undeniable. That's part of human history and human nature. But then we also have to ask ourselves the question, are there people in your own life that you are oppressing? Maybe it is your own parents. Maybe it is your own siblings. Maybe it is your spouse. Maybe you are mistreating the people who are under your care. And you might say, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's just, this is family business. But no, this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to. Part of what He is referring to is our relationships. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth, has said that He does not oppress. So what about us towards one another? If He is not oppressive to His creation, then how can created beings be oppressive to one another? And put down other people and not fulfill their rights and harm them and hurt them in various ways that are unjust. The hadith goes on, Ya ibadi kullukum dalun illa man hadaytu. Oh my servants, all of you are lost except for those that I guide. And then here is the beautiful part about our relationship. So someone might hear that and say, okay, what do I have to do about that? We're all lost and misguided except for the ones that you guide. So what, am I, what can I do about that? Then the Prophet ﷺ tells us that Allah says, أَهْدِكُمْ So seek my guidance and I will guide you. Ask me for that guidance and I will guide you. So it's not complicated. It's not difficult. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, sometimes people think that God is trying to catch you on a technicality. I was like, oh, you got the wrong answer, you're going to hell. 
That's not how it works. Ask me for guidance and I will guide you. And once again, this hadith, the ulama, they say commenting on it, it shows us how in need of Allah we are. How in need of God we are. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that in the Qur'an. You are the ones who are in absolute need of God. And God is free of all need. يَا عِبَادِي كُلُّكُمْ جَائِعٌ إِلَّا مَنْ أَطْعَمْتُهُ فَاسْتَطْعِمُونِ أَطْعِمْكُمْ O my servants, all of you are hungry except for those that I feed. So ask me to feed you and I will give you food. This is something that maybe we take for granted. But that even the Sahaba, they would make dua even regarding the salt for their food. Oh, it was, it's not that big of a deal. You know, now we have refrigerators and we're comfortable. So sometimes we might be blind to the blessing that we have. But in actuality, we recognize that everything that we've been given is a blessing. And that we do not take it for granted. And that it is coming to us from one who is generous. But we are, we are more aware of the one who is generous and not blinded by the generosity. The generosity leads to the one who is giving, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ibadi kullukum arin illa man kasautu fastaksuni aksikum. Oh, my servants, all of you are naked. All of you do not have clothing except for those that I cover. So ask me for clothing and I will provide you with clothing. This is another thing that we take for granted. Actually, we have too much clothing. But we recognize, especially on a day like today, gloves make a big difference. A little bit of a thicker scarf makes a difference. And that there are people who might not have the clothing that they need for, these, for this weather and these elements. So we recognize the gratitude and the need and that there could be some circumstance that happens that makes us lose a lot of what we have in life. You might get insects. And then it's like all the clothes need to, they're eaten through or they're infested and you have to get rid of them. And buying all that clothes over again is expensive. Yeah, Allah, give me something to cover myself with. Give me something to, to give me safety against the elements. Ask me and I will provide it for you. Ya ibadi, this is beautiful. Once again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invites us Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who, if he, if he willed, he could treat us with his absolute justice. And none of us would be able, if we were taken into account for one mistake, none of us would be really able to handle that. That, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّكُمْ تُخْطَؤُونَ بِاللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ Oh my servants, you make mistakes at night and in the day. Around the clock, we make mistakes. And that's part of our nature. We are imperfect beings. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَنَا أَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا And I forgive all sins. فَاسْتَغْفِرُونِي أَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ So seek my forgiveness and I will forgive you. The burden, the scar of that sin is healed through tawbah. And the beauty of it is that it reminds us, even in our shortcomings, we are reminded to turn back to Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ibadi, 
my servants, you cannot actually ever harm me. And you cannot actually attain any benefit that will benefit me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above and beyond any kind of anthropomorphic understanding that like, like created beings. So Allah is not the one that benefits from our servitude, but we are the ones that benefit from that servitude. We are the ones that benefit from being honored and brought near by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for just a few years in this world and a few moments of every day in the life of this world, you are, giving, you are given everlasting bliss. It is generosity from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ibadi, law anna awalakum wa akhirakum wa insakum wa jinnakum kanu ala atqa qalbi rajulun wahid minkum. My servants, if all of you, the humankind and jinn and the first peoples and the last people, all of humanity and throughout time, they all had the most righteous heart, that would not increase in my dominion one bit. And if everyone in existence, humans and jinn from the beginning of time to the end of time, they all had the most corrupt heart, the heart of the devil, that would not decrease from the dominion of God one iota. So this hadith, it gives us a sense of that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is completely free of all need. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is exalted and sublime and that He really has given us an opportunity to be brought close to Him, which is something that we should not take for granted and not think less of. And then the hadith ends with another thing that really opens up our eyes regarding the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ibadi, law anna awalakum wa akhirakum wa insakum wa jinnakum qamu fi sa'idin wahidin fasa'aluni fa'ataytu kulla insanin mas'alatah ma naqasa thalika min indi illa kama yanqusu al-makhitu idha dakhala al-bahar. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, of all of you, the first and the, the last and the humans and the jinn, all got together on one plane and all simultaneously asked everything you ever wanted. And Allah gave everyone everything they ever wanted. That would not decrease from what I have. Just like putting a pin in the ocean doesn't decrease from the ocean. And they say that this uh, analogy or this metaphor is used just to make us understand, to comprehend a little bit. Whereas in reality, it decreases nothing from Allah. What does that tell you? You can ask Allah. And Allah can give even more. That you can ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet ﷺ taught us this. If you ask Allah... Ask him to give you firdaus al-a'la, the highest level of paradise. But I don't deserve it. Yeah, you don't. I don't. None of us do. But Allah huwa al-kareem. In the equation, Allah is infinitely more important than you. And Allah can give. And it doesn't mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has limitations. If I can just ask people to fill in the gaps and, and move forward as much as possible. Jazakumullah kul khair. So this beautiful hadith, it teaches us that 
we should always turn to Allah. We should recognize our need. We should recognize the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should recognize that even the Prophet ﷺ taught us the du'as for eating, du'as for sleeping, du'as for waking up. Why? So that we recognize in every moment our connection and servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thereby we are increased in reward and honor and benefit. And that we need a deep, deep understanding of the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a deep sense of iman in the promises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a deep commitment to the way, the state inwardly and outwardly of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And when we do that, we live a very beautiful life. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. If we ask everything, think of the greatest thing in your heart that you could ask Allah of dunya and akhirah and ask it. You'll get a portion of it without a doubt. And maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you better than what you ask. And maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you more than what you ask. And if you ask and you don't get what you want immediately, don't ever lose hope. There's a hadith where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam tells us, and inshallah I'll end with this, that a person on the day of resurrection will stand at the scale and their deeds will be presented before them. And then they will find these beautiful, radiant, luminous good deeds that are then added on top of their good deeds. And they say, Ya Allah, hold on. I didn't do these. What is this? I didn't do these extra actions. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, these are the duas that you made in the world that I didn't give you in the world. I, I preserve them for you for now. And then the person, when they see that, will say, I wish that no dua was answered in the world and I found them all here in this moment. That's the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He gives you here and He will give you there. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we need that deep connection and that deep sense of iman. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all tawfiq and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actualize our ubudiyah to Him. And by actualizing that ubudiyah, being given the greatest honor that any created being was ever given. Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Wallahu yaqulu wa qawluhu haqqum mubin. Fa'idha qur'i al-Qur'anu fa'stami'u lahu wa ansitu la'allakum turhamun. Wa qala tabaraka wa ta'ala. Fa'idha qara'ta al-Qur'ana fa'sta'idh billahi minash shaytanir rajim. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. وَلَا تَشْتَرُوا بِعَهْدِ اللَّهِ ثَمَنًا قَلِيلًا إِنَّمَا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ هُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ مَا عِنْدَكُمْ يَنْفَدْ وَمَا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ بَاقٍ وَلَنَجْزِيَنَّ الَّذِينَ صَبَرُوا أَجْرَهُمْ بِأَحْسَنِ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ مَنْ عَمِلَ صَالِحًا مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَلَنُحْيِيَنَّهُ حَيَاةً طَيِّبًا وَلَنَجْزِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْرَهُمْ بِأَحْسَنِ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the translation of which is, Do not sell for a small price any pledge made in God's name. What God has to give is better for you if you only knew. What you have runs out. But what God has endures and is everlasting. 
and we shall certainly reward those who remain steadfast and patient according to the best of their actions. To whoever, male or female, does good deeds and has faith, we shall give a good life and reward them according to the best of their actions. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'an al-Azim wa nafa'na bima fihi min al-ayati wa al-dhikr al-hakim wa ajarana min khizihi wa adabihi al-alima qulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah al-Azim li wa lakum wa li walidina wa li jami' al-Muslimin fastaghfiru innahu huwa al-ghafur al-Rahim Seek God's forgiveness, indeed He is forgiving and merciful. إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله الحمد لله that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the opportunity to draw close to Him and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the blessing of ijad. He gave us the blessing of being created, being brought forth from non-existence into existence and continues to bless us with ni'matul imdad, the blessing of continuous care. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He actualizes us in our ibadah and that I would recommend to myself and all of you today to take some time, whether now after the salah or in the salah or sometime tonight before you go to bed, to just have some very sincere du'as from your heart that you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the best of what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked him and you seek refuge from Allah in the worst of what the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam sought refuge from and that you see and you wait for the results of that dua to manifest in your life. And inshallah, it will manifest in your life. Not my promise, but that's the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestow upon all of us the honor of servitude and the realization of servitude. Wallahu yaqulu wa qawluhu al-haqqul mubeen. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين وأصحابه الغر الميامين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم فيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضاء إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا فيما أعطيت وقنا واصرف عنا شر ما قضيت فإنك تقضي بالحق ولا يقضى عليك وإنه لن يذل من واليت ولا يعز من عاديت تباركت ربنا وتعاليت وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر أقم الصلاة